Happy holidays, everyone. It's me, Ron, just Joe Martucci here at the Press of Atlantic City for the Something in the Air podcast. Hope everyone has had a good Thanksgiving. We are now transitioning into the holiday season. And, you know, the month of November um, did have a couple of, you know, interesting things weather-wise that we're going to dive into near the top of the record charts in a few aspects. But first, you know, it's December 1st, uh, Dr. Robinson. Just want to know how your weekend went. I was boring. No, boring. no, it, it was, it was long. Had wonderful. Why was it a long weekend? We had a, well, we had a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration and then saw family the next day. Hmm. Oh yeah. There was Monday just took two, 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 two days, days ago. We had a wonderful time at someone's wedding. Uh, I don't know who it could have been. I don't know who it was. No, really. <laughs> Congratulations to you and Sean. Well, thank you. Um, thank you. It, you know, I don't know which anniversary you're going to celebrate along the way, but you can celebrate too. Yes. Um, Shawnee said both. She wants to do both. Yes. It was just wonderful. It was what, you know, anybody listening, it was just a wonderful, loving celebration amongst many, many friends. And uh, it couldn't have been better. So, yeah, I, uh, I did have my or part two of our wedding in November. So we got married legally. We got married at the church in New Brunswick at, at Rutgers um, on January 8th. And then Monday we had our uh, delayed celebration. And it's it's kind of unbelievable because it's like now it's over. But it was it was uh, I'm glad you were there. Both my weather parents were there. Jim Everwine was there right next to you. Um, we had a great time. It was it was 240 people. So my voice, little raspy today, still two days afterwards. Um, so he, Dr. Robinson's going to, I should be pointing this way. Dr. Robinson's going to be covering for me for most of this, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a heck of a time. And uh, you know, I'm glad you were there and, and that, thank you so much. It, it meant a lot to us that, that you were able to be a part of it. Actually, I saw you twice, but one wasn't too celebratory. It was watching Rutgers go down to defeat. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. What am I, I forgot. You know, I'm telling you, my my concept of time is just so warped. So I'm here today. It's the first. I'm working tomorrow. And then we're going on our honeymoon to French Polynesia on Friday. So this is like a weird. It's almost like the week between Christmas and New Year's right now for me. But it's like a little weird week. Yes, we were together on Saturday in colder and less happier times. Um but, you know, it was all right. We had a good conversation. We were there with my uh, brother-in-law was there. Uh, my friend, Shenanda was there, best man who you saw at the yeah. wedding. My friend, Steve-O, who was also at the wedding with his fiance. And uh, yeah, you know, listen, Rutgers football real quick, five and seven. I think if you zoom out bigger picture in August, I think you would say, hey, you know, I, I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, there's always disappointment, but, um, you know, <laughs> there's only two undefeated division one teams in the nation right now. So that is correct. That is correct. And, uh, Rutgers is not one of them, but hopefully sometime soon. Right. Um, and you know, during this wedding, Thanksgiving, whatever weekend, we actually had some of our first snowflakes of the year in South Jersey as well. Um, Atlantic City or national airport reported a trace or an unmeasurable amount of snow, um, you know, I saw snow here at the shore um, on yesterday, Tuesday, the 30th, and even a little bit um, on that Sunday as well. So well, just briefly, let's just talk about the snow. We'll knock that out of the way, and then we'll get into temperatures and the lack of rain. Yeah, it, it, was, it certainly wasn't much of a, a, of a month for snow. There was a, a dusting mid-month up at High Point. Okay. And yesterday, yep. the 30th, uh, High Point had a half an inch. 
Um, and there were a number of, of stations on um, Sunday, I guess it was, um, when I woke up with snow on some rooftops and the mulch and this patio furniture, but not yeah, on my snowboard. Go. My snowboard was <laughs> wet, uh, so it was a trace. Uh, but a few, a, a dozen or so Kokoraz observers picked up between a one and one tenth and a half an inch. So, you know, we were seeing that last winter up here in this big storm and we had a couple inches in an hour. Here yeah. we're talking about tenths of an inch, but it's November. Right. It's, it's November. It, it's, it's early. Summer. And there's no connection, folks, between snow early in the season and a <laughs> snowy winter. There's just no um, connection as you go through the season. So for those who like snow, still plenty of opportunities ahead. It's December 1st. It's the first day of, I call it climatological winter. I, I'm right there with you. Meteorologic winter. No. Uh, but happy winter. Um, it's the th beginning of the three coldest months of the year, December right. being a little colder than March. So we just break the season, break the year up into four equal three-month segments. I, I want to talk to you a little bit of a curveball here because I'm actually curious for myself. So like you go to a place like, like Southern California, right? Aren't there like warmest three months of the year? Like, I don't know, July, August, September. So like what yeah. happens there? Is yeah. it just all the same everywhere? It's all the same everywhere, but okay. you're, you're absolutely right. September can be the warmest month of the year in San Francisco, particularly the Northern California. Oh, Northern coast. Okay. Oregon. Um, there, when you get to the deserts of Southern California, it's more June, July, August. Right. Yeah. Uh, but when you get near that colder waters of the coast it takes them a while to warm up um so there is that delay as you're in a maritime um climate but no everybody looks at it the same and you know some parts of the world folks it's it's a wet season and a dry season the dry monsoon in the winter the wet monsoon in the summer and they don't you know pay any attention to these three month uh intervals right. so it, we're talking middle latitudes um and 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 in the polar regions, interestingly enough, it's you have two kind of coreless seasons, and you go very quickly from summer into winter, and then you get in that core of cold, right. and then you go very quickly from winter into summer-like temperatures. So there, it's like um, four, you know, three months of summer a month of fall, six months of winter, a month that, of spring. I probably doesn't add up to 12 there, but you get the idea. I get the idea. In fact, you know, it, it's an annual tradition circling around the internet, the sun going down in Barrow, Alaska for the last time of the year. And then it doesn't rise for, I, I, you might know more than I would, but not for a couple of, definitely a couple of weeks, if not months. Late Jan, yeah, mid to late January. And they just lost sun about two weeks ago. So That's, it's about a six, seven week period where the sun is below the horizon. Have you been somewhere where it's been below the horizon all day long? I feel like in no. your travels, maybe. No, uh, I've been to Fairbanks. I've been to Fairbanks in December by choice. Oh. <laughs> I've been there in the summer where the sun hardly goes down. I wanted yeah. to be there in the winter. I was invited to guest lecture up at uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks. So I went there early December uh, oh, yeah. and, uh, the sun gets about one degree above the horizon there, <laughs> about a half degree, a degree below the Arctic circle. And it's gets quite bright. I mean, you don't need your oh, headlights yeah. on, on a clear day on a cloudy day. You have your headlights on most of the time. Oh, Sunrise is about 10 and sets about three. They're shifting with the, 
their time frame. But the sun's up for a couple of hours, um, and and it's right on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. So it's like perpetual sun glare when you're oh, yeah. looking in that direction. And yeah. people on campus had um, newspapers taped up to their windows because it was just coming in below their curtains and right. such. But um, yeah, it's it's you know even uh, even up in Barrow, the sun gets close enough to the horizon, they get a a dusk kind of yeah 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 brightness. But yeah, it's a it's, it's a different world. And you know, in Fairbanks, you, oh, good. Mind you, by the first week of uh, January December, when I was up there, it was 20, 20 25 below. Um, talk about that. Drop. Not bad. I, well, I was going to say in Fairbanks, so I know it's a thing for the UAF students when it gets to 40 below, they take a picture in their bathing suit next to the sign that says 40 below. I was like, listen, I've, I've, you know, I've done my fair share of body painting at Rutgers football games, but I'm usually done at about mid-October. You know, mid-October, I'm good. I can't go another, that's probably 60 degrees. I can't go down another 100 and do that. But enough about Alaska here. I do want to go back to about, that sunrise. Enough God. about your body painting. Thank goodness you've grown out of that. I've, I've gotten a little, I've gotten a little too old. Although I will say my friend, my friend, Steve, who was at the game, we were supposed to go a couple of weeks ago. He was like, do you want to do it? I said, if it's above 70, I'll do it. He ended up not coming though. So I, I saved myself there. What I was going to say about the sunset though, because I was just looking at this this morning, I put this out on social. We're actually in our period of our earliest sunsets right now. So People, you know, you're usually thinking winter solstice, that's the shortest day of the year. And it is, but it's a little, what do we want to say, lopsided maybe? Yeah, a little cattywampus there. Yeah, yeah. So we have our earliest sunsets now, and then our latest sunrises are actually probably right after Christmas until about early January. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, the astronomer in me can't explain that very well. So I'll, I'll, I'll we'll just let it slide. Let's get back to the things we're good at here. Um, let's talk about um, our precipitation because that was really the big story here for the month. And you surprised me. You said it's one of the driest months or driest Novembers, I should say, in history. Um, I've been admittedly a little busy over the past couple of weeks, but but you can fill me in. Fill us in. Yeah, I, it was a dry November. It's a t- uh, let's call it a top 10. Um it varies around the state here in New Brunswick. It was the third driest, and we have records back over a century. Right. Um, at on the board near the boardwalk at the marina. Um, it's the third driest, and the records there go back to 1874. Yeah, 1874. Um, driest spot in the state, 0.53 inches of precipitation. That's yeah. about uh it's almost three inches below average, 2.91 inches below average. So real low. Um you know, the wettest spots in the state are a couple <laughs> spots up in Vernon Township that cracked the two inch mark. But there are only three stations in the state out of a couple hundred that did that. Uh, a, a very dry November. And, you know, all I can say is thank goodness we had four wet months preceding it. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, and, and, and even I, interestingly enough, in parts of the state, not so much down your way. Without Ida on September 1st or the Nor'easter on the 26th of October, we'd probably be talking fall drought for September, October, November. Um, but because, you know, my house, I had 80% of my precipitation in the last three months fell in about 20 hours or you know, about 30 hours, about yeah. 30 hours on those two, two days. So right. a very 
overall pretty dry pattern, but it's been punctuated by these couple of heavy storms in September and October, but there was no heavy storm uh, in, 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 um, in November. The wettest day was the uh, 12th. Okay. Where a couple places cracked an inch. Oh, oh an inch. big time. We were well, hey, in an hour with Ida. Yeah. And, and we were saying off air before there was no Cape May bubble this month. It was kind of the reverse bubble. Because Cape May County actually was over an inch in a couple of spots. I think you said Woodbine was one of them. No, all of them. Woodbine all was them. driest at 1.03. And Lower Township, we have a couple of observers down there, but the largest Wayne. was 1.32. Yep. They were all around 1.2, 1.3. So gotcha. very close together. Um, and and in Atlantic County, there was the boardwalk, the, the marina station at 0.53. And the wettest was... Um, um Linwood 1.45 okay picked wow. up a couple of heavier showers and in Ocean County Berkeley was wettest at 1.12 and right. Lacey Township very close in number 0.86 was the lowest so mm. yeah every, everyone was driving just couldn't you know the good news is no nor'easter no coastal storm with major erosion um, we had the flooding in October on multiple occasions for yeah. multiple days. Yeah. None of that in November. So shh. Yeah, now I'm not saying yeah, not saying anything. Let's just keep the good times rolling. You know, it we was a little surprising to me that you did say it was one of the driest Novembers. And I'm looking at history. And if you're thinking the same thing too, hey, it didn't feel all that dry. We actually did have, I I was counting before we had, and I'm gonna count again, one, two, three, four. Four days of measurable precipitation, but we had a good number of days that had a trace or an unmeasurable amount. So it was drizzle or a couple spits of shower. So, you know, it wasn't like we were bright and sunny every day in November, but we definitely were not, definitely not wet here. Um, did no, you want to add anything to that? Well, from the third to the 11th, yeah, it was a nine day period yeah. in there. Um, barely a drop of rain fell in the entire state. I mean, a couple places might have picked up a hundredth of an inch, and that yeah. might have been due that they reported incorrectly as right. precipitation. <laughs> so we went, you know, you go nine straight days, bone dry. That's indicative of, you know, just some unusual conditions for sure. this time of year. Now, that also ties into the temperature. So when we talk temperature, yeah. we have to remember that. And that's a great segue into our commercial because we're going to take a brief break here and we're going to be back. We're going to talk about temperatures and we'll have some other things to talk about too. But you guys are listening to the Something in the Air podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm meteorologist Joe Martucci at the Press of Atlantic City. Every time I do a talk, I say, if I could take this job again, I'd take it 10 times out of 10. I'm the only meteorologist at a newspaper in New Jersey. And down here in southeastern New Jersey, you all know weather matters more. Whether it's for farming, it's for the beach, or for your business. Weather plays a huge role here, and I'm making sure I'm doing things that cater to you. Whether it's talking about if your street's gonna have coastal flooding, or whether you need the air conditioner on at night at the shore. We're the only place that's doing a mainland and shore seven day forecast. We're the only ones that are talking about whether your street is going to have coastal flooding. And that's why I wanna keep this going. Welcome back, everybody, to the Something in the Air podcast. New episodes, first and third Wednesdays. Join with me, 
birthday buddy, weather dad, attendee at my wedding on Monday, Dr. Dave Robinson. You know, let's talk about uh, temperatures here uh, as we went into November. And I think, you know, after what people felt like was endless summer, not the case in November for the most part. No, temperatures were below normal for the first time in months. Uh, I have one col one friend up here in central Jersey who, in his backyard, comparing it to the local long-term station, uh, says it's the first below normal month in his place since May of 2020. Um, I, it was like 18 plus months. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it was a cooler than normal month, which is really interesting because when they redid the normals um, this past year, and we're now looking at normals from 1991 to 2020, as opposed to 81 to 10, November was the one month that didn't change much uh, in the warming department. It stayed pretty much stable. So there's something interesting going on with November, and it's, it's probably just an outlier based on a decade or two of, of a look. Um, but, you know, December's warming very rapidly, uh, most of the winter, and, and of course, really every other month of the year. But November's an interesting one. Um, and, and this year is no exception. Uh, temperatures statewide are going to end up uh, about a half degree or so. We're still waiting on the numbers to come in um, below average. Uh, at the uh, airport, at the Atlantic City Airport, 2.1 degrees below average, which seemed a little bit, a little bit low because the marina is only a half degree below average. Now, part of that's because the water stays so warm yeah. so late in the yeah. season. But the 2.1 is one of the larger anomalies. But it may have something to do, and we teased you going into the break, right? We did. With how dry it was. Yeah. Well, with dryness, you get drier soils, drier sands, and generally it's indicative of clear skies. Right. And clear skies during the day, even in the fall, can warm things up with a warm sun. And temperatures, high temperatures, were about a degree or two above normal. But with the clear skies at night, it allows the daytime heat to quickly radiate out into space. And when you get to November, the nights are pretty long. So yep. it gives you a lot of that radiative, radiative cooling. And low temperatures outdid the high temperatures on the negative side. They were a little more than two degrees below normal. And thus, that shifted us to the colder side of normal. And that's now, unusual because usually we're talking about those warm nights and the days necessarily aren't as warm compared to average. So this right, is the opposite. Right. This goes against the long-term look at things. Um, but it makes sense when you look at how very dry it was. And, and so they compensate for one another a little bit in this regard. But, you know, we're going to have to keep an eye on what that means in the coming... Uh, weeks. It's not, it shouldn't be as quite as pronounced as we get into the winter. Fall tends, tends to be a very cloudy time. So when you get those clear skies, uh, you're going to see quite a difference um, between your normal maxes and your normal mins differing on either side, either side of the ledger. So, you know, we always, you and I always come up with something interesting, uh, even in a month that's relatively tranquil. That's a, hey, listen, you know, there's always an angle. As, uh, as we say in news, there's multiple ways to cover a story. So even on a quiet month, there's always a little bit something there. Did we talk about freezes? 
You want to get no, into we that? haven't talked about. Yeah, things. all right, let's get into it. Matter of fact, yeah, and that going into the last podcast we did, we hadn't had a freeze in New Jersey. Right. Yet. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, it wasn't until late evening on the second that Pequest, it's a fish hatchery up in Warren County, dipped to 32 degrees just before midnight. Now, by the morning of the third, a handful, 10 stations in the north had gone below freezing. And that was the first freeze recorded in New Jersey uh, this season. Right. Momentous? Yeah. Because yeah. I went back through the records. And going back to records, going back to 1900, hadn't found one September or October without a freeze somewhere in the state. So yeah. that was the latest first freeze in over 125 years of record in New Jersey. Um, and then we started doing the countdown as we went through the month. And if you go to the, the Weather Network um, Facebook page, I yeah. did. And then there were four. And that was Seaside, Harvey Cedars, um, uh, Atlantic City Marina, and West Cape May. They were the, the usual last, suspects. The usual suspects. And then we got down to two. Um, and it was West Cape May and Har I think it was Harvey Cedars. Okay. Uh, and then finally, on the 27th, West Cape May went below. Oh, my God. That ended the grow unofficially <laughs> the growing season, right? Jersey wide, but it right. took it took four weeks, almost four weeks of November to get everyone below freezing. Now, kind of a similar thing you were just talking about with the latest first freeze. Have there been years where we have had some stations not have a freeze going into December? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I wrote about that a couple of weeks ago on the Facebook page. Atlantic City Marina. Oh, I didn't do my homework. I'm I think I know what year you're talking about. It's January like 6th. There was a late, super late freeze. Right. And I'm look it up for you while you're talking. Good. That was the co-op station at the marina. Our weather net station at the state police barracks by the marina went down below freezing about the 22nd of December. Okay. But the first freeze was, I think it was the 3rd of January. Fourth. It's the fourth. Was the fourth. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. The first freeze was 20 degrees. In other words, they hadn't been below freezing. And then, bam. <laughs> there it was. Yeah, that was, um, yes, 20 degrees. And it wasn't too long ago. It was January 4th, 2016. 16. Here I said 15 and 17. Yeah, yeah it wasn't too long ago. So that... That's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. When they froze, they froze. What I I'm trying to recall what happened. There must have just been a big cold front that just pushed through or something. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, that's incredibly late to go to Thanksgiving without a freeze along the Lower Jersey coast. Not all that unusual. Yeah. And you know, I, I try to talk tell people a little bit about you know the shore when it comes to our temps, right? Because you know, once you get north of Manasquanish. You know, there's no real bays to the west of you. You don't have the Barnegat Bay, you don't have the Great Bay, whatever. So, like, I don't know if you can do like a 30 second elevator pitch, but like, how do these freezes and these, you know, temperatures work compared to, the, let's just say, that area from Manasquan down to Cape May? And then once you get north of there into Monmouth County. Yeah, Monmouth County will cool off more. We, uh, although we've got a station at Seagirt, which is right north of Manasquan Inlet, right, right behind the dunes. And that froze before those others I mentioned. Yeah. Um, and, and one at Point Pleasant on the canal. 
Um, but yeah, when you get up, we have a station at Oceanport that's not too far from the coast, but it's not hugging the coast. It's at the racetrack, actually, up there in Monmouth. Yeah. And um, they, got, they get below freezing earlier. They see more snow. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, as you so correctly mentioned, yeah. you don't have that buffering of the bay. Um, notice we said Seaside Heights, we said Harvey Cedars, we said the marina. Yeah. And you know, West Cape May is just down there at the tip. It's about a half mile inland. Yeah. Um, but you've got water in, in a couple <laughs> miles in three directions. Um, so that has its own little unique uh, microclimate. We should have a one at the the lighthouse down there which might even freeze probably a little bit later bit later than our station at, uh, at the, um, the farm where we keep it. Right. Well, Hey, you know, that Cape May real estate's hard to get down there. You know, that's a, that's some prime real estate down there. That it is. That yeah. It is. And your favorite spot. Maybe they can cut you a break because it's your favorite spot. Years ago, we actually looked into putting a station by the lighthouse, but then we inherited this program um, from what's called the Rise Network, and there was already a station um, at uh, West Cape May, so we kind of deferred on that. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Um, well, we're done with the taps, done with the pre-sip, freezes. Um, what else can we talk about? How about foliage? We're going to talk foliage. And it's funny, just walking into from my the parking lot on campus here this morning, I took a picture across the street because I was just amazed how many leaves were still on the tree. And these were not um, beech trees. These were not oak trees, which are traditionally the, the lowest, the, the, the last to drop their leaves. Yep. Excuse me. Um, there were some maples. Um, it, it's it's a couple weeks behind. Yeah. And it's indicative of the fact we didn't get those cold temperatures during the nights of October. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it caught up once we started getting below freezing in November. But never really, never really caught up. And I, you know, I don't know. I'd love to talk to someone, um, a botanist. I'm wondering if the leaves hold on so late that even when it gets cold, they're kind of out of whack. So they somehow don't know to drop their leaves, even though it's long past that time. Because I'm just amazed at how many trees here in central Jersey uh, still have leaves on them. Yeah. I mean, South Jersey, you know, obviously a little bit later than central. So we're hanging on pretty good. You know, it was such a great, and I've said this in a couple different talks this fall, that growing season, April to August, you don't want any extreme heat. You want it to be wet. We were so good going to, and even September was good. We had those sunny days and some cooler nights. Then once we went to October, and I remember you were saying, you know, because we were already trending a little warm with our nights and that turn between September and October, you said, as long as we can cool down in the middle of October, we'll be fine. We never got the cool air, you know, and then we kind of suffered what could have been, what could have been a really great full foliage season, but you know, Hey, that's sometimes the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, you know, there was some, there was some nice foliage and in some respects, I think the timing of some of the trees were such that they were more in sync than they sometimes are. Um, so I wouldn't write it off completely. No, uh, I mean, it, it it's, still been foliage. Better. it's still going to be nice, but yeah, we had a lot of, we had more potential going into the fall than we had in a little while. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, in that sense, it was a little disappointing. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Well, at least, you know, people got to enjoy what they have and now it's the holiday season. So, you know, everything's pointing up. 
There you go. And and the leaves will fall off. <laughs> yes, the leaves will be off. Yes. By the time, you know, we get to the real depths of winter, which still seems like a ways off, but we're there again. If we're going to be there soon enough, we'll uh we'll see those leaves gone. All right. So um let's wrap it up. Tell us uh like we do every month, where can we get the uh current conditions and New Jersey climate info? You, you can get the current conditions within the last five minutes at njweather.org. Um, we've got the coast covered, a little, you know, little little Egg Harbor Township. Yeah. We get the anemometer up at 10 meters. We got a lift to get it up on the tower this month. So we've Perfect. got wind data coming from there now for the first time. Uh, and if you want to look at the longer term, um, read my monthly summary. Well, actually, yeah. we posted both websites, NJ climate.org and when the flakes start to fall you can go to njclimate.org to look at snow summaries we do within a few days after a snow event yeah. that deposits two inches or more somewhere in new jersey and we'll we'll list the reports of snowfall um for um whatever county or counties it might be yeah. so that's the one place to come go looking for you snow snow geeks listen i'm itching for it you know listen down here you know pleasantville where, where i work it's been not a good past two winters here last winter was okay you know a little better but it was a little better than nothing which was two winters ago so not like you guys where you guys are just floating in snow so we're gonna be um we'll be back with you to talk about the december update and then i'm gonna ask you on the spot here so no pressure with everybody listening can we also do a separate end of the year review as well We'll be doing our top 10. And the top we'll, 10. The top 10's in the year in review. So we'll top 10 in year in review. Um, hopefully get that ready. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll talk at the start of the new year. That's it. Yeah, we'll do it sometime around the new year. But um, until then, everybody, you know, have a great rest of the holiday season. Um, you know, hopefully wherever you're going, you guys are staying safe and everybody's having a good time and, you know, 2021 also another obviously kind of weird year with covid but hopefully we're rounding the corner although now we have the omicron variant we will say we're not epidemiologists by any extent of the imagination but uh you know we'll at least be talking with you here uh virtually when we get towards the new year so that's it we're gonna wrap it up everybody enjoy we're gonna be back with you the third wednesday of december which is the 15th i'm looking at my calendar 15th we're gonna have um my new weather brother from lee enterprises that's going to be sean sublet the richmond times dispatch um he is going to hop on he's going to be talking about a little bit about himself what he's going to do there it's all part of our new weather team which is really going to be rolling out in full force so until then everybody again happy holidays stay safe we'll